Good morning, Facebook friends. It's a little bit later than what I normally come on to do the podcast. It's only 8.12. But anyway, today is Friday, and the snow's starting to melt off, and it looks like I'm going to get to babysit today and perhaps teach a couple music lessons. We'll see how the day goes, how the roads are out where they live. Um, most of my people live out in the country. But anyway... Um, we're getting ready to do day 20, Living Saved, out of the Anne of Green Gables Devotional, a chapter-by-chapter -chapter companion for kindred spirits, by my friend Rachel Dodge. <clears throat> the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon, for they are transplanted to the Lord's house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Psalms 92, 12, and 13. I've been here for a year and I've been so happy. In a chapter all about a good imagination gone wrong, Montgomery tells a story within a story. It's the story of a difference a year can make. It's about the changes that have occurred in Anne's life since her adoption, and it's a picture of the radical difference between life as an orphan and life as an adopted daughter. Anne is no longer Anne of Nowhere in particular. She is now Anne of Green Gables. Anne tells Marilla it's a very special anniversary. Oh, Marilla, it was the day I came to Green Gables. I shall never forget it. It was the turning point in my life. Marilla says simply that she is not sorry she adopted Anne, but the narrator shares her deeper feelings. Marilla wondered how she could have lived before Anne came to Green Gables. Neither of them is the same. Anne now lives like she belongs. Even the changes in Anne's room are symbolic of the inner changes that have occurred since her adoption. In all essential respects, the little gable chamber was unchanged. The walls were as white, the pincushion pin as hard, the chairs as stiffly and yellow upright as ever. Yet the whole character of the room was altered. We learned that the room is now full of new, vital, pulsating personality that seemed to pervade it. It's filled with splendid, filmy tissues of rainbow, rainbow and moonshine. In the same way, you are no longer the same since you became a follower of Christ. The basic structure of your personality and being is there, but your soul and spirit have come to life. At times, you may still feel like the same hard, stiff person you were before. However, the Holy Spirit has come in. Your entire being is infused with the vivid presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. His holiness now flows through your veins. What was broken is whole. What was lost is found. What was dead is alive. When you accept Christ as your Savior and invite Him into your heart and life, your body becomes the temple of the Holy Ghost, 1 Corinthians 6.19. You undergo a miraculous spiritual rebirth, and you become a new creature in Christ Jesus, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Because of your faith in Jesus, rivers of living water flow from deep within your heart, John 7.38. God is sanctifying you every day, remolding and making you, reshaping you in the image of Christ. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory. 2 Corinthians 3.18 The personal application. There's a big difference between living like an orphan and living like a member of God's family. As Christians, many of us still operate with an orphan mentality. When we're in trouble, we forget to call for help. When we're lost, we forget to stop and ask for directions. When we're in pain, we forget to ask for comfort and encouragement. Do you live and operate like an orphan in your day-to-day -day life? Take time to journal through this question and reflect on how it applies to different areas of your life. You've been grafted into the family of God. Start living like you belong to Jesus. 
Meditate on today's scriptures and post them wherever you can. You are no longer a nobody from nowhere. You are a child of God. Prayer for today. Jesus, I want to live like I belong to you. Please show me how to grasp the many great and precious promises I have in you. Holy Spirit, show me when and where I operate as an orphan and remind me to call on you, my Abba Father, in those moments. I especially need your help in this area of my life. Jesus, I need to know, God, that you did not make any mistakes, God, Lord Jesus, when you called me into this uh, vocation that I'm in, Lord Jesus. And I know that you have a reason that this week I haven't been able to babysit or teach lessons, only a couple lessons here and there. But Lord Jesus, I know, God, that sometimes we just need to stop still and listen and just see you in the snow, see you in the redbirds flying through the trees and the bluebirds and how they um, contrast with the white of the snow. So beautiful, God. Help us to see, Lord Jesus, the shape of the, the tree um, limbs and the branches and how they support an inch or two or three inches of snow and how beautiful everything looks, how the snow is glistening with your sunlight like little diamonds. Help us, God, to realize, Lord, that you who see the sparrow fall and you see the redbirds and provide them food, how you take care of us. We are your children. God, you be with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. He has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature. 2 Peter 1 and 4. Well, I hope that touched you today. Now, um, yesterday, I think it was, I read you my song poem. And surprisingly, today's fit with today's. And I wasn't going to uh, write. Uh, I wasn't going to read it, but I think I will. Uh, you can always turn off the podcast if you don't want to hear it. It's called Live Like It Matters. What defines the soul? What separates that eternal part of us from our role in day-to-day life? Is it the passion? Is it the zeal? The nerve within us that causes us to feel. That inner emotion that brings forth devotion. The quality of excellence that brings color to the mundane. The glow of each sunrise and sunset. The fragrance of each flower. The unspeakable force that bursts forth with power. The part that will outlive us because of it. The thought and intent we nurtured and cherished that somehow will breathe on and speak wisdom in life long after our ability to say words, work, or have a tender little heartbeat. Live like it matters, because it does. 2-19-2021, Lisa Peter. Lisa and Peter. I got Anne with an E for my middle name. Bye, have a great day. This point, People to Christ, the Edwina Elder Library. Bye-bye.